السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فكرة الله التي فطر الناس عليها لا تبديل لخلق الله ذلك الدين القيم ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلمون وقال قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خالف المشركين أوفر اللحى وأحف الشوارب أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected brothers and elders Last week we commenced with the topic of four actions which will determine inshallah a person becoming a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these four actions is part of deen and it may be very difficult upon the nafs and as I explained last week a person is student writing the examination if he overcomes the difficult question first then everything becomes easy for that person later on so these four actions may be very difficult upon the nafs and by acting upon these four actions inshallah then total deen can come to a person like my Ilyasa Rahmatullahi mentioned that if a person practice on the six points these six points are not total deen but it is part of deen and it will make it easy for a person to practice upon deen so these four actions alhamdulillah we started the first action and that is a person should see that his garments especially when he is standing and walking that his kurtam, his pants, his uh, jubba or his uh, bulungi whatever it may be coming down should be above the ankles that is when a person is standing and a person is walking other than that there is no problem at all and last week we mentioned from the, uh, from the points of hadith the importance of it as well as the medical aspect as well Today, inshallah, we'll discuss the second point and as from the outset, as last week we mentioned that this bayan is not to look down upon anyone, to pick faults on anyone. If I'm sitting over here and if I look down upon someone who does not have a beard or has a beard which is less than a first, first land, then I've got no right to speak over here. But it is my duty to disseminate the knowledge of Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam and to share these beautiful points which Hazrat Hakim Sahib has mentioned in his kitab. So this is part of Sharia and part of Deen as well. And a person should understand that Deen is complete. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Ya ladina amanu dukhulu fi silmi kafa. O people of Iman, enter into Islam completely. So Islam is a perfect religion. And Islam has shown us every aspect. Nabi Wasallam has shown us how to eat, how to drink, how to spend our day, the night, and even our dressing and our outward appearance. All this is part of Sharia. So this is the integral part of Deen. And part of it is, respected brothers, is to grow the beard a first length. And inshallah we will mention it from the Quran, from the light of the Quran and Hadith of Nabi Wasallam. In the Quran Karim, a person might ask, where is it that we mention that beard is mentioned in the Quran Karim? The incident of Musa salam and Harun salam. When Musa salam went to, to Mount Tu to receive the Torah, 
and in the interim the people got involved in the worshipping of a calf Samiri was instrumental in influencing the people and at that time Harun salam was made responsible for to look after the affairs when Musa salam came he and he saw what was happening he became extremely enraged and then he got hold of the beard of Harun salam Harun salam protested and he said Yabna umma la tahkuz that oh my the son of my mother in other words my brother do not grip my beard do not hold my beard and my head so firmly so yeah the ulama explained if it was a small beard then it will be impossible for a person to grip, grip hold of the beard it has to be of a certain length a big beard where a person can get hold of it after today respected brothers in the amongst the christians they will have certain images for example obviously we don't believe in it this, that is not Isa salam, but they will show you Jesus. But amazingly, in the picture of this, their picture, they, uh, uh, they, uh, what they think Jesus is, in the portrait of them, you will find their Jesus got a beard. So this was a sunnah of every Nabi. Every Nabi that came had a beard. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, Asharatu min al-fitra, that we are ten characteristics unique characteristics which are which confirms to the nature the human temperament of insan it is a natural the disposition of insan for example this was passed on from nabi to nabi especially from the time of ibrahim ten things were considered as something which as natural something which is regarded as clean and something which was regarded as human temperament Amongst the ten things, respected brothers, we just basically mentioned few things. For example, circumcision, the khatna, that was also part of the deen of Ibrahim salam, and passed on to the Ummah of Nabi wasallam, using the muswak, gargling the mouth, and uh, cleaning the nostrils. And also, respected brothers, removing unwanted hair, uh, that is from uh, under the armpits and below the navel, clipping of one's nails. All this is part of fitrah. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned over here that in al fitra that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned Akhzul Shawarib wa Ifal Luha or Kamaqal and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that to trim the mustache, to cut it very, very finely and not to lengthen the mustache but to cut it finely and to lengthen the beard. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in another hadith, Khaliful Mushrikeen that opposed the polytheists, opposed the Mushrikeen. And Nabi Sallallahu emphasized and clarified that Wafirul Luha, that lengthen the beard. Why? Because the mushrikeen don't grow a beard. And Wa'ahful Shawarib and trim the mustache, cut it very, very fine. Yet ulama explain also if a person trims it with a, with a scissors, very good. Even better if a person uses electric uh, shaver, that is even one better. So yeah, a person should, uh, uh, should trim his mustache and lengthen the beard. Today, unfortunately, is everything upside down. You will find many people even coming in the Guinness Books of Records where they have moustaches that go in a couple meters this way, a couple meters that way. Whether Nipalai is having a race in that hair, we don't know. But this is the part of Sharia that a person keeps his beard neat. And this is also very, very important, respective brothers. Then on one occasion, Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saw a person who was looking very, very disheveled, his hair disheveled and very untidy. Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him that comb your beard, look after your beard, look after your hair, etc. So this is also part of Sharia. And 
our Sheikh Muhammad Hamid Sa'ad Dal Barakatuh once he came to center Masjid for his Jalsa and he started emphasizing and expounding on the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he started off his Bayan respective brothers with regards to the beard how long it should be, how, what is the length of the beard, where does it start from etc and very very nicely he explained to us for example in Urdu the word Dari, Dari means a beard and it is derived from the word dar. Dar in Urdu means jaw. So what is the jaw respective brothers? The jaw starts from the bone where the sideburns is from this bone. What is above belongs to the head and below that is where the beard starts, where the bone, the jaw bone starts. And if a person opens his jaw, he can actually feel that bone coming right just above his lips over here. So all that respective brothers is part of the beard. A person should try and grow one fist over here and one first below and one first on this side as well so all three signs the ulama explained and on the outside respective brothers as i mentioned that this is wajib to all the imams who imam abu hanifa rahmatullahi imam shafi rahmatullahi imam malik rahmatullahi and imam ahmad bin hamal rahmatullahi so deen has shown us how to grow the beard and how did this one first come about ibn kana ibn umar radiyallahu anhu idha hajja aw itamara أخذ على لحيته أو قبض على لحيته فما فوقه فما فضل أخذه نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم mentioned that أن عمر رضي الله an occasion of Hajj an occasion of Umrah he used to grip hold of his beard grip hold of his beard by one fist and whatever was or excess عمر رضي الله عنه used to trim that and remove that excess so when he came in the presence of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never admonished him, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam accepted it. So this way this one first came about. So it is very very important a person grows the beard one first. And also we shouldn't grow such a long beard. For example, as a Shah Kim Sahib mentioned, one person in Bombay had such a long beard which reached right up to his navel. And every time he had to go for his tinja, he had to put that beard under his armpits. So here also, deen is pure, deen is clean, deen is simple, that a person should look after his beard. And Hazrat Dawar Barakata explained that above the cheek, above the jawline, here for example, on the cheek, a person is permitted to trim and to remove the unwanted hair. And Hazrat explains, these are the landing rights of one's wife. That there a person, the wife want to now kiss a person, now that portion is for the wife. Below that is for Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And respected brothers, many people ask the question, is deen only beard? There's only talk about beard. The ulama harp on this point, beard, beard all the time. No, we say to them, respected brothers, deen is complete. And deen, part of deen is growing the beard. Part of deen is growing the beard. Many people, respected make this comment and say that we, our hearts are clean. And Allah knows our intention. We got, uh, we got beards in our heart. No respective brothers in our heart. We got angina there. We got cholesterol there. Now you want to put hair in your, in your, beard, in your heart. No, put, take, out, take it out from your heart. Put it onto your face. This is the Mubarak Chehra of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this is part of our Sharia respective brothers. And a person shouldn't look down as, as, as I mentioned again and reiterate. I got no right to look down upon anyone. But is this the teachings of deen? On one occasion, Mirza Jane, Jane Rahmatullahi, who, who was a very great alim and great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one day he came to a certain shop, there was a Hindu person who was selling him, 
and and he asked Mawiza Jane Jane Rahmatulali, tell me something, is your beard better or my goat's beard? That I got a goat, that goat also got a beard. So which beard is better? But Hazrat Rahmatullah remained silent and didn't say anything. And by way of karamat respective brothers, when Mirza Jane Jane Rahmatullah passed away, when his kafan now was going past that shop, as a way of karamat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused a voice to come up from his kafan saying, Today I can assure you that my beard is better than your goat's beard. And he explained why. Because today, uh, when, before I uh, passed away, I passed away with Iman. I recited the kalima shahadat and he passed away. Today I can tell you my beard is better than your, uh, your goat's beard. So beard respective radis is part of the sharia. And how to grow it, how to look after it. And our ulama explained the person should uh, wash it and put oil on it, comb it, etc. Even the small part uh, beneath the chin, that is a baby beard. If a small child now comes and puts his baby fingers into the mouth, no child, no, no father or mother will now bite off that, that finger. No, he'll take it out very nicely and put it back in his place. So, so many, sometimes the hair below the, 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 the lip over here is the tiny beard. We should also look after it, put, beer, uh, put oil and also uh, comb it as well. So all these respective brothers, our ulama have outlined and shown to us everything respective brothers. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us a beautiful dua. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqa wa rizqna tibah. Oh Allah, show us the truth and let us adopt the truth. Make it part of our risk. Just like a person goes earns his rosy and earns his sustenance. So part of the sustenance, oh Allah, make us adopt the haqq. Let us embrace the haqq. And at the same time, وَأَرِنَ الْبَاطِلَ بَاطِلَ And oh Allah, make it also uh, uh, possible for us that we accept what is wrong. And stay away from which is haram and wrong. وَرْزُقْنَ sinaba And oh Allah, give us a tawfiq of staying away from all those things which are wrong in Sharia. So respected brothers, this deen is a complete deen. And from regards from the Quran and Hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a person should realize Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullahi has written a kitab. In fact, on one occasion, Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullahi went in a josh and he could not tolerate so many people t- uh, removing their beards, shaving their beards. And he thought to himself, he made this statement and he, vis- he started visualizing that if this person has to leave this world, if this person has to die now, and now he has to go in the qabr, and then the resemblance of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the image of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he will be shown Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a grave. What face will he show to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when his image and his resemblance is that not of that of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? In fact, as a Sheikh Ramatulani, we used to give beard to people, he used to emphasize and tell, grow the beard. Mala Hussein Ahmad Madani Ramatullah also used to tell the people that what is wrong with you? Why is it? What is wrong? What what fault do you find in the beard? And that was what associated Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One poet said very, very beautifully, Mala Mazar Sa Rahmatullah Dawn Barakatas explained in one kitab that uh, the Batin and the Zahir. And he's explained a beautiful poem in Urdu, and I'll read it out of Yam. And he says, Agar dari ke lene se chehra, chehra lakta. That if there was some fault in of growing the beard, and if a person grows the beard, there was some, something which is looked down upon, something which is not attractive, dari mere sarkar ki sunnat nahi hoti. then this will not be the sunnat of my sarkar and my leader, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is part of deen, understand 
that this is part of Sharia. And as I mentioned, respected brothers, this is wajib. To grow a first length from all three sides, it is wajib. And unfortunately, respected brothers, today you will find many people, many times, today has become a fashion also. For example, people will grow the pencil beard, or the French beard, or the goatee, or the bocky beard. Many people outside cricket stadium, they're selling mock beards. And they now they wear that, maybe to imitate some a person, some cricket player. Allah knows best, may Allah give them he died. Like in the time of Musa alayhi salam, when the magicians mockingly wore the dress of Musa alayhi salam. They mockingly wore the dress and the libas of Musa and Harun alayhi salam. Allah loved that so much, Allah gave them he died. So we don't realize maybe they mock, they're using it maybe to mock. But Allah knows maybe he died is written for such a person. One occasion, Mona Sayyid Ahmad Khan Ali was in Egypt and he went to Isat al Masjid where uh, Alim, a very beautiful uh, discourse he gave, and mashallah, he was dressed very well, sunnah beard, and had a jubba. So, after the bayan, normally in the Arab countries, you will find they have a hujra, a certain room where the imam goes in, and after that, the musallis go, they want to inquire something confidential, they will approach the imam. So, after the sunnah, etc., Mona Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib entered the room. And he saw a person over there, he said, I want to meet the Imam. So he said, no, I was the Imam. He said, no, you're not the Imam, you've got no beard, you've got no jubba on. I want to meet the person who gave the talk. He said, no, I am the person, there is my beard hanging over there. That, in other words, he had a weak beard. Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib gave him one shot and said, is Deen mockery? Is Deen taken as a joke? So respective brothers understand this is very very important, this is a serious matter. And as a Shaykh, I'm quoting him because he's our senior and he has mentioned there are certain sins respective brothers. He has mentioned, for example, a person commits zina. A person commits zina, then whilst committing that act of zina respective brothers, Allah save us, then that iman of his leaves him, he becomes suspended above him becomes suspended above him and then when he finishes his job of zina then uh, that that imar returns to him so if in that condition allah forbid if that person has to pass away he will pass away in that condition respective brothers where his iman has left him similarly a person that is drinking alcohol a person drinking alcohol then the iman also leaves him until he becomes sober but as a shaykh has mentioned and he has mentioned very very clearly this is such a sin respective brothers where a person does not grow the beard leave alone iman leaving him but respective brothers a person becomes sinful a person becomes a fasik an open sinner all the time so allah give us the tawfiq of realizing and as we got no right to look down upon anyone but this is the teaching of sharia allah yeah we are seated over here we have made that intention inshallah that we will grow the beard according to the sunnah and according to what is wajib, according to four uh, imams, and this is not to please me, respective brothers, to please Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And respective brothers, we will find, as I mentioned, people come with a beard, or maybe with a pencil beard, or with a French beard. So those who, who they associate with, who got beards, they feel comfortable. And those who don't have beard, they also feel comfortable with them. Comfortable with them. Why? Because they got, got hardly anything on their face. So yeah, respected brothers, like uh, one Alim gave a very beautiful example, a product, an article is 100 rand. 
Now a person goes to the shopkeeper, he goes with zero rand, he can't purchase that article. Or if a purchase go, goes with 50 rand, still he can't purchase that uh, article. He has to go and with that 100 rand, then he will uh, purchase that article. So deen is full, uh, is complete. And that wajib beer, respect to brothers, is something which is very, very necessary and very, very important that a person grows the beard. Many a person makes his objection and saying that we cannot get any jobs. Uh, with this beard now it is a condition that we have to take out our beard allahu akbar if you have to look at the sikhs respect to brothers in india there was a sikh who was a president but he grew his beard they have the guru nanaks and they will they are so obedient to them that come with me they will have civil court cases they will go to court to fight their cases so that they can grow their beard but what fault that we find with the sunnah of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mufti taqi sahab dal barakatuh explains and just before I mention, he also mentioned on occasion, as I mentioned, if a person wants to trim his beard, then he should grip the whole of his beard. And what is the excess, then he can trim. But it shouldn't be another person, respective brothers, where Mufti Takisa mentioned that he gripped his beard and instead of trimming here, he trimmed on top. In other words, he took out one first. And respective brothers, and I say one first is your one first. Don't call your two-year-old son, Beta, come here over here, bring your, beard, your hand over here, and now you start trimming. No, it is your one first. With regards to his employment, respective Rabbi Mufti Takisa explains this point. He said in one place in England, there, there was a person who had a martial beard. And he went for employment from place to place and he got turned down. But he went to a top company, a top company, an enumeration that he couldn't refuse. But one condition, one condition the person told him that you have to remove your beard. So this person went home, he thought about it, that this opportunity. If I take out my beard, no harm, I still can grow it later on. So he removed his beard. He removed his beard, respected brothers. The next day he comes back. Then he should, the person asks, who are you? He said, no, I'm that very person who had the beard yesterday. Now I removed it. You told me if I remove it, you'll give me the job. So he said, first and foremost, there's the door. You rather leave from here. Because what a point he made. A kafir is telling a Muslim, if you are so disloyal to your Allah, if you are so disloyal to your Rasulullah wasallam, won't you be disloyal to me? I can't employ such a person. So, many a person says that with the beard, we, we can't get a job. So, can we get Jannah without it? Can we receive and enter Jannah without it? A person should think about this. This is part of the Sharia, respective brothers. And respective brothers, understand one, one incident in the time of Nabi wasallam. Nabi used to write letters to the governors of certain kings. He wrote to one person, Kisra, who was known as Parvez, who was the king of Persia at that time. And Nabi sent this letter through the, uh, 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 a person by the name of Abdullah bin Huzafa. When he presented this letter to Kisra, immediately he became angry and he tore it up. He tore up the letter of Nabi and he said, How dare a, a person from my kingdom, a subject who is lower than me, has written to me and come uh, invite me to the fall of this new deen of Islam. Then he appointed his governor by the name of Bazan. He told his Bazan, appoint two people, go and arrest this person, this person who has written to me in this letter. So Bazan appointed two person, two personnel, and they come to Madinatul Munawwara, respective brothers. And when they see Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, immediately they started trembling because of the awe of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They couldn't take it. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he looked at them, they had no beard. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, imagine they were kuffar, they were not Muslim. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam turned his face 
فكرها النظر إليها بسلاسن ديسلايك لوكين ات ديم اند ذن هي اسك ديم ما امركما بهذا هو از اوردر يو تو دو ذس تو شيف ذا بيرد سو دي سيد امرني ربي ذات اور لورد مينينغ كسرا هاز اوردر اس ذات وي ريموف اور بيرد سو نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم منشن ولكن امرني ربي باحفاء لحيتي واخذ واخذ الشارب او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقذف الشارب that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said but my lord that is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered me to lengthen the beard and to trim the mustache and they after nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told them that i can tell you that your king kisra has been destroyed that his son has overpowered him go back and then you will be informed and these people go back and really respect the brothers to the prophecy of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam this king kisra was overpowered by his own very son So respect from this incident, imagine Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam disliked looking at a person who were kufar, who were mushrikeen and they didn't have the beard. So what to say respect to brothers with regards to the Muslim. Let us make that intention inshallah. There's more points to be said inshallah we'll discuss next week. And uh, as I mentioned, these four actions will make a person the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's make the intention to please Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And respected brothers understand, as I mentioned, the Sikhs, what court cases they will fight. And following their Guru Nanak, etc., they will make sure they grow the beard. We as Muslims, we got the opportunity. Let us grow the beards for the pleasure of Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah give us the tawfiq wa akhidah. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.